Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 396, recorded live on Saturday, January 24th, 2015. Here are your hosts, the man who's almost done with being 30, Brendan Lapsley. Hello. The man who just started, Bry Lindsley. Hello. And the man who isn't quite there yet, Dave Pillay. Hi. Youngster. I'm the last holdout of the 20s. Bah ha ha ha. No, isn't Laura the last holdout? Yes. And in fact, we have a number of friends out here who are even younger. Makes me feel old. I know. Try working with them. So welcome to your 30s, Bri. Hooray, 30s. Although really you're not in the 30s yet, right? That happens on your 31st birthday. I think technically as soon as you turn 30, you're in the 30s. Well, but it, you've you've you would have completed thirty years. Oh, okay, I guess you completed thirty years. Friggin' birth dates. It's not that hard, Dave. It's basic math. Yep. So, Brad, what did you do for your birthday? Um, went to Mongolian and had dinner. There are worse things you could do. I want to go to Mongolian barbecue. Come on over. I'll take you. The nearest one is an hour and a half away. No, no, no. You have to come to Ann Arbor. Oh, all the... Okay, so I have to drive seven hours so I can go to Mongolian Barbecue. Right, so I can take you. We could meet in Chicago? Is there one in Chicago? I'm sure there's one in Chicago, but I have no idea if there actually is. Uh, The one that I I used to go to in Kalamazoo, I'd stop there on the way uh, back home, is gone. They've closed it down. So now Andy doesn't have a Mongolian near him. There is not one in Chicago. What? Okay, well, I guess I'm driving back to Ann Arbor so I can have Mongolian barbecue. It's not like you're there that infrequently. If I leave now, I can get there by about 8 o'clock at night. Sounds good. Let's do it. Oh, but we have to record. You can record on the way. I have to drive if I'm driving. (laughs) You've got an Android phone. The Android phone connects to Mumble. But I have to focus on driving. Haven't we tried that before and it didn't work well? We tried it for book club. Did not work very well at all. Yeah, because you actually need some pretty decent bandwidth. Yeah. In any case, although, Bri, if you were to leave now, you'd get here at, like, 7 o'clock. Yeah, but you don't have Mongolian, so that makes it moot. Oh, but we could make we could meet up in Milwaukee and then finish by driving the rest of the way. Again, no, Mil- no Mongolian. There's some Mongolian in Milwaukee. No, actually- on this, there isn't. Uh, there's one in, in, uh, uh, Glendale or Bayshore, one or the other. It's Glendale. Yep. It's Glendale is effectively Milwaukee. I don't know that area that well. I know. Neither, Neither do I. I. And I'm like a couple hours closer than you are. Anyway, of course we turn to food right away. Wow. They've got one in Mongolia. Yes. In Ulaanbaatar. There's a Mongolian barbecue in the capital of Mongolia. I'm not sure if that's strange or natural progression. I think it was for publicity. I'm pretty Probably. sure it was for publicity, but it's still pretty cool. Okay, so you went to Mongolian for, for dinner. Do anything else? Um, the next day we saw Selma. That was fun. I don't know what Selma is. Selma is a movie. About? Selma, uh, Alabama. Oh, is that Alabama. the Martin Luther King one? Yes, it is. Ah, any good? Very emotional. Got me in the feels. Okay. 
Brendan, do you remember what you did for your 30th? Uh, I'm trying to remember here. Honestly, I'm not sure. I know we had like recently moved and honestly, I'll probably just say I played board games somewhere and I would say that probably has a better than 50% chance of being true. Because you do that more than 50% of your time. I do it a lot more frequently out here than I did in Ann Arbor, though. Well, because out here you're going to like the game stores and you've found a couple groups. Yeah, in Ann Arbor it was just playing with friends. Not that there's anything wrong with just playing with friends. Although going to uh, the game store and playing that, and especially the Tuesday night uh, group, I'm playing a lot more variety in board games. Even getting to playtest some ones that aren't out yet. Ooh. There was one I playtested the other day that was uh, using dice to build a D&D character, and the winner is whoever built the best character. I have two issues with that. First, that's not a game that's getting ready to play D&D. Second, how are you defining the best character? Um, It's goals based on skills and traits you buy, as well as target ranges based on your class. I still think the best way to find out would be to have them do a one-on-one duel or just a free-for-all. It was an interesting game, at least. When it actually gets to Kickstarter, I can send you guys links and just so you can see the general idea. Uh-huh. So, Dave, what do you plan on doing for your 30th birthday? Oh, God. That's this year. And it's on a Tuesday. Oh, crap. It's on a Friday. Why is that a crappy thing? Because it gets rid of excuses to not do something. Like, oh, no, it's in the middle of the week. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to have like a quiet night at home. Oh, no, it's on a Friday. You do know it's your birthday. So if you want to have not a only, quiet night at not home. Not is it on a Friday, it's on Labor Day weekend. Again, you know, if you wanted to have a quiet night and you could. I know, I know. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's Labor Day weekend. It's on a Friday. I have to think about that. I'd love to to do something where, like, you guys and Andy and some other friends might come out, but that's a lot of driving for people to do. Well, to that end, me and Beth wanted to celebrate our 30th together by having you guys come out sometime in the spring summer and doing some paintballing. Oh, okay. I could could see making a trade-off there. Because doing it now would, A, be very difficult because there's not enough notice, and B, I don't really want to get pelted by frozen paintballs. I don't know that it's going to hurt any less if they're thawed than if they're frozen. No, I have heard people attest to it is much worse if they're frozen and do not break. Okay, so paintball sometime in the summer. Yep, I'll try to figure out more information later. Sounds good. Yeah, so maybe have everyone come out here and just spend, like, the weekend here. That would be a pretty good birthday present party thing. Anyway, we should probably start hitting some of the topics. Hearing no objections... I'm trying to think of a segue. (laughs) Welcome to my pain. I I briefly went over it in my head. I'm like, wait, do we have anything on here that's also, like, 30-ish? Like I was just going for anniversaries. Or anniversaries. So, or, I guess speaking of being older, there's a new Windows out. Windows 10. That was terrible, Roy. Someone someone made a joke. 
uh, at work this week about how if Windows keeps up with this numbering system where they like start skipping versions because they skipped Windows 9, will we eventually get back to Windows 95? No, they'll just skip 95. They'll go like Windows 10, then 12, then 15, then 19. I'm waiting. So the next one would be 24, 30. I'm, I'm just going to let you keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, re- real, the, realistically, they'd have to skip all of the 90s, regardless of, of their increments and pattern for incrementing numbers, for the same reason they had to skip Windows 9. They didn't have to skip Windows 9, but I understand why they did. They didn't want to break things because of lazy programmers. Herder, I'll do an efficiency trick and just search for Windows 9. Way to go, Way guys. To go, guys. It's kind of their fault for naming it 95. As opposed to Windows 4? Yeah. I mean, if if you, you can see their old numbering tradition, it should be Windows 15. So wait, where did Windows 7 come from? Didn't they come out in 2007? I don't The sad remember. thing is, is, this is still not the worst naming system Microsoft has come up with. Just look at the Xbox. What, going from 360 to 1? Makes perfect sense to me. No, it makes no sense. Windows 7 was released in 2009. Ah, uh, so it should have been 2000. It should have been Windows 9. But they couldn't do Windows 9. And hey, I gave my solution for the Xbox 360 sequel issue. The 360. Yep. Pretty much what it comes down to is Sony names things sequentially. Microsoft uses a lottery system to come up with numbers, and whoever comes up with it at Nintendo is probably smoking peyote or something. Yeah, really. <laughs> like the Wii U. Come on. That said, I'm really enjoying my Wii U. Of course you are. Well, that's because they finally are getting games people want to play. Yep. It just took two years. Hyrule Warriors is pretty kick-ass. Is it any different from Destiny Warriors? Dynasty Warriors? Yes. Uh, The last Dynasty Warriors game I played was a couple years ago, and I didn't play very much of it. There are definitely some similarities there, but it is still a Zelda game. And the music just kicks ass. See, until they come out with the Shin Megami uh, crossover with Fire Emblem, I'm probably not going to look too much at the Wii U. Although I think Julie wants one. I just want it for Smash Brothers. Come play with me. Play Smash Brothers with, so... Come play with me. Smash Brothers is not a game I want to play with the internet. No. So Windows 10... Uh, announced, I mean, it's been announced because there's been a dev preview out for a while, but the features were announced and and shown to the public and they had a whole, hey, look at all this cool stuff. Like the fact that it's going to be truly like interoperable devices, which means you're the same programs that work on your laptop, work on your desktop, work on your tablet. Which is the same, which has been true for a while, except for that tablet part. Yep. Well, desktop and laptop, yes. Uh, They're bringing back the start button, but only sort of. issues with eight. Oh, but they're only sort of bringing it back. That was a lot. They're only sort of bringing it back because it's it's the start button, but it's still launching this, like, tile-based smart start thing. It's just the smart, it's the start menu, just smart. Is it the smart menu? If you want to call it that, you can. I'm not going to. It's not what I want to call it. Is that what Windows is calling it? I don't think they're calling it anything at the point at this point. 
Oh no, it's got a name. It has to have a name. Oh well. Uh, but yeah, the the tech preview has been available. It's still available. Cool features about Windows 10 is not an actual feature. Cool feature is the fact that the for the first year after it's released, it will be free. If, oh, you, really have a, if you have a copy of Windows 7, Windows 8, or Windows 8.1, Windows 10 is a free upgrade. You didn't think that Cortana was a cool feature? I didn't say it was the only cool feature. Oh, okay. I said a cool feature. I might have said the cool feature, but it's not the only cool feature. So Cortana is um, Microsoft's version Siri. of Siri. Um, it's very Halo-based, which is appreciated by the Halo fans. Yeah, why Why didn't they just call Windows 10, like, Windows Halo? Well, you with have Cortana Windows- and then the new browser being brow- the Spartan browser? Yeah. I'm just surprised it wasn't, like, Mjolnir. Oh, yeah, let's let's name our browser something no one can pronounce. Yeah, yeah. Coming from a company working in a division that no one can pronounce, that's a terrible, terrible thing to do. You're talking about your uh, thought one? Cogito. 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 Bless you. Cogito. You're not really sneezing a lot over there, Dave. I've heard Cogito. I've heard Cogito. I've heard Cogito. That was a very interesting one. Cogito. So beyond weird naming, there's also this pretty interesting gaming connection that they're doing with the the xbox one yeah they're gonna allow you to stream xbox one games to any windows 10 pc or tablet so wait a minute they're trying to copy the steam uh like play thing but i would argue argue the vita way to go but they're uh, okay because the tablets okay that makes more sense because, like, why would I buy an Xbox One, put it in my living room, buy a PC, put it somewhere else, and then stream from the Xbox One to the PC? Theoretically, not all PCs can handle Xbox One games. Not all of us buy these super hyped-up computers like you, Dave. But still, like, the you, you've bought an Xbox One, play it on the Xbox One. Well, what if somebody's using what a TV? If, yeah, like, what if... You know, Julie's playing the Wii, or, you know, she wants to play an Xbox, and I'm playing the PS4. Then you guys need to work out your timing better. See, not everyone can have, like, four TVs like Bry. I actually only have two. It, it just feels backwards, right? The idea of, of the Steam boxes is moving from the PC to the living room. I know, but it's the same general idea of streaming from one to the other. I guess. So you can you can stream to I, I think the tablets is the real key there. You can stream Xbox One back to the tablet. Or your phone. Or your phone, which is just ridiculous, but okay. It's no worse than a Vita. Yep. With the PlayStation TV. So it'll be or interesting. Vita TV, right? That's what they're calling. I don't know. No, the Vita TV is something completely different. The Vita TV is the, the it pretends to be a Vita except it's not actually portable. Right. It's uh, more like having a Chromecast but a Vita game Chromecast. It's, it's, a, it's a mini PS4? No, just a mini uh, a Vita that you have to monitor. Except it could also stream PS4 games. Well, it's a Vita. Okay. Can you? I, I take it then you can just stream PS4 games to the Vita? Yes, that, that was a major selling point for the Vita a while ago. 
Uh, now, not all games are capable of that, but there are some. For example, games that require use of both shoulder buttons cannot be played on the Vita. Only one. That feels like an oversight. I'm sorry, the none. I didn't mean one. There are no shoulder buttons? No, there are shoulder buttons. You don't have the triggers. Right, uh, and you got the shoulder buttons, but no triggers on there. Also, the um, you know L3 and R3, the pressing in the stick does not work. Windows 10 was not the only thing announced at the Windows 10 announcement. That is very true. Something Microsoft I'd argue is much more interesting. Was yeah, also yeah. announced. Microsoft also unveiled HoloLens. HoloLens. Go ahead, Brian. Take it away. So, um. I am very interested in the the AR, augmented reality world, and the VR, virtual reality worlds. Um, They kind of are similar in technology, except AR allows you to see the actual world with computer graphics overlaid on top, whereas VR is just computer graphics. This HoloLens is definitely AR technology. It is... um, it is Microsoft trying to overlay the digital world onto our, the actual world. And details are very spare, sparse at the moment, which is kind of sad, but they did do a demo of it to reporters, and it seems to be mirroring what the video that they released shows. Pretty much this is just the next step after Google Glass. Yeah, this is Google Glass upgraded because Google Glass, you had to kind of look up to see the information, whereas this is just overlaid over your regular vision. It reminds me a lot of the glasses from Demon. Um, I'm not sure if Demon was AR or VR. Oh, that was, was AR. AR. Well, I don't remember about Demon, but Freedom, the glasses were AR. Right. Freedom, I, I would agree with that, um, but I wasn't sure about Demon. Which the, those, the D layer or whatever it was called. Which, for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, is a book um, series that kind of explores some interesting technological grounds with AI and um, setting up a a new economy. There were some interesting ideas. The first book was very much grounded in reality, and the second one was just like, let's just go all out there. Although I will point out the second one had that wind turbine idea, which they are currently building. Oh, the second one had some great ideas that could be implemented. It's just at the time, almost none of it was. So anyway, HoloLens. Looks like another project that I'm going to have to get super interested in. They especially, since they just bought Minecraft, they did a Minecraft demo that looks really rather interesting. Using the flat surfaces in your room, you can actually like build Minecraft stuff on top of it, as though it's like little Legos. I'd say about um, maybe an inch or two for each piece. I'm still sad there's no more like VR news. I mean, after Oculus, it's like we've heard nothing. Yeah, they haven't released um, anything new. I mean, Razer just came out with their open source VR glasses three weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's actually pushing anything anywhere. Oculus is still doing development. Right. I think that's the the big thing is Oculus is still doing development, but haven't they haven't gotten where they they're showing off really new tech. It's also to the point that 
both with VR and AR, neither of which have hit what I would consider consumer level. This is all still pretty fantastical technology. It's stuff that's still being worked on in design. Even HoloLens, Microsoft said it'll be out sometime during the life cycle of Windows 10. Right. That could be a very long life cycle if XP is any indicator. Right, like XP was just ended two years ago. Not even two years ago. I think last year. I think it was two years ago. Either way, it's still a little ways away. Like the prototypes that they were describing are hardwired to a processor unit that you had to hang around your neck, had an external power supply. Yeah, the technology's not quite there yet, but it's exciting to see where it's possibly going to go. Yeah. What was the the impact on Microsoft's stock? Oh, jeez. It's gone up a little bit. Nothing significant. It's because it's more like, hey, here's ideas, and then here's the new Windows system, which has been hit and hit or miss. So, yeah, they'd probably get more of a boost from saying, like, hey, we're going to be giving away for the first year than anything else. Yeah, that probably was one of the biggest pieces there. So, are you guys going to upgrade to Windows 10 when it comes out? Not when it comes out, but I may do it within the first year. I want to try it before I upgrade. My my biggest issue is probably going to be drivers. That was I I was definitely one of the first people to upgrade from eight to eight point one, but I had so many driver issues it drove me crazy. I actually uninstalled Windows on that computer and I'm running Linux. Wow, wow! And you're having better luck with the drivers for Linux? Oh yeah, much better. Wow, Linux is, is pretty robust at this point. I would figure by now eight one would have all the needed drivers. Maybe but I don't have a way to install 8.1. No, true. Because it was an upgrade from 7 to 8 to 8.1, and I don't know where my, my discs are, if I even ever had them. Do you still have the code? No, because that would have been wiped when I wiped my hard drive. Oops. No big deal. So you, you have lost your uh, your copy of Windows. Or I have gained a computer with Linux. Yes. So speaking so of lost that's things, it from Redmond. Um, Go ahead. apparently SkyMall is filing for bankruptcy. Have either of you ever bought anything off SkyMall? No, not really. No, but it's so entertaining to sit down and at the beginning of the flight and be like, oh shit, I got nothing to do. SkyMall! That said, I'm not surprised at this at all. I'm surprised I've been around this long. Well, when you sell something out of SkyMall, then... It it they it pays for a lot. Yeah, the prices are quite marked up. There's a Jonathan Colton song called Sky Mall, and I, I can't help but think of that song every time I think about the magazine. Nice. Speaking of other things that shut down, uh, Nintendo sh- uh, closed their rewards program. Yeah, it's still actually open for a little bit longer for you know people just to get the last of, uh, you know, if they were saving up points or whatever. Uh, most of the rewards at this point are going to be digital. I actually had gotten a few rewards out of this, and I had actually ordered a physical reward, like, right before they announced this. I should probably check and see if I have any rewards. Well, it's all, like, point-based. Like, you collect points, and then you spend those points on rewards that are currently available. Right. I should probably it, check if I have any points. 
Yeah. So now it's pretty much there's a whole bunch of digital downloads you can get uh, for your points. Pretty Where much it? it's um, all 3DS, Wii, or Wii U games. I have no idea what my login is for this. Yeah, like right now you get um, Super Mario Land or Wario Land 2 or the original Legend of Zelda for the DS or like uh, Super Metroid for the Wii or Super Mario 2 for Wii U. Ooh, some good games in there. Yeah, there really are. I mean, most of the games up until now have been crap. Uh, but I think now that they announced, hey, we're ending this, they're upping the quality of what they're offering. Sucks for the people who took care of it before they announced. Yeah, I mean, I think the only game in recent memory I got digitally was Kirby Pinball, and that's because I played the shit out of that when I was a kid. Oh my God, I remember that game. Did you borrow that from me at some point? Or I had my own copy, one or the other. So why do you think Nintendo is doing this? I think probably because it's not bringing in any money and not enough people use it. Because I mean, anytime you open a DS Wii, Wii U game, you get that little code in there that you can put in here. And no one really cared. Honestly, in terms of a rewards program, this one is not the greatest. I just looked over at the the pile next to my desk, and there, sure enough, there's like a Club Nintendo rewards thing that I just paid no attention to. Exactly. And the whole thing is the physical rewards also, if it was any good, they ran out of stock almost instantly. Like I got, if I get the one I had ordered, which I hope I still do, it's actually kind of cool. But like I went in a day or two later and it was out of stock already. Like it was a DS or a 3DS case that could hold 16 games and had like covers that were Zelda themed. Ooh. All right. So Nintendo is is terminating that. Uh, we mentioned SkyMall going bankrupt. T-Mobile losing money left and right. Are they at least gaining customers? Yes. But they're losing a lot of money. I'm curious to see how much they're losing compared to how much they're hurting Verizon and AT&T, though. Well, Verizon and AT&T are still... Super, super, super on top. Like, really on top. Andy and I looked this up last, like, two weeks ago. Let me see if I can find it again. I mean, it's one of these things. They came up with some really good ideas. They put it into action. And they're hurting themselves because of the out-of-pocket expenses. But it's one of those things, you know, everyone looked at and they're like, that's awesome. I hope it catches on. Well, the fact that it's costing them a pretty penny means I don't think it will. Right. Uh, T-Mobile has, according to this, at uh, the end of last year, $52.9 million. AT&T has 118 Each? AT&T has, has more than double T-Mobile. And Verizon has more than that. So it's So T-Mobile has probably been no more than an annoyance to them. Yeah. Although Google seems to be trying to get into this. Yeah, that's that's a little weird. Google wants to own the universe. Does this surprise you? Yes, this this surprises me. This is really nuts. Google is trying to purchase Spectrum 
for being a carrier. It's just kind of weird. I don't get it. I guess it kind of fits with their, their telecom end where they're trying to put fiber down. They're probably going to try this, see how well it works, before, and then maybe push a little harder. I mean, it seems like Google's trying. I mean, it seems like Google's trying everything. Like, uh, I would honestly not be surprised if in the next twenty years they actually try and break into the console wars. That's a lot of effort for trying something. Well, it's not like it's not an untapped market. I mean, Verizon and AT and T, while they have the majority of the share, people aren't happy with them. Yeah, but I mean. The way they're going about this is by going to Sprint and T-Mobile and saying, can we borrow your infrastructure? I don't know. Maybe they're hoping brand recognition will be will be what saves them in this. I, yeah. Is there an AI at Google that's just like organizing this and setting itself up to take over? Probably. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm against that. Although, is this really that much different than when they uh, tried to buy Spectrum from the FCC? Did they try? I thought they were in that bidding when they had when they just released that chunk of spectrum like two years ago. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. I remember them bidding a, a geeky number. But was that a serious bid or was that a hey, let's have fun? It, well, if then, they you would never won, know. They would have to pay it. Yeah, but if they bid low enough that they knew they weren't going to get it. I, I don't know. I don't know if that was them testing the waters or not. Okay, so the next question, would you buy an Android device that you have to pay Google instead of T-Mobile or Sprint a monthly subscription? Depends on the plan. Yeah, I mean, a little bit the infrastructure, but if they're borrowing from both Sprint and T-Mobile, I wouldn't be too, too worried. So it really comes down to the plan and the phone models, but it's Google, so there's no real reason to be worried about that. Well, I'd be interested to see if they don't push the pay significantly less and take ads approach because they are Google. So your phone would just – it would be like Amazon where the lock screen is just ads? Yeah. Except it's Android, and Google has been very much – we're going to leave Android as open as possible. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that it wouldn't surprise me if Google decides to go that route. And if they – the data collection. The- If they take their first steps right, they could easily break into the market, I think. Especially if their price is at half or a third of the the actual price for other people. God help us all. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Speaking of other powerhouses, Amazon plans to release 12 movies a year in theaters and on Prime. 12 movies. Isn't that what Netflix is doing anyways? Not in theaters. I mean, Netflix is, yeah, Netflix isn't getting to theaters. I thought the uh, they were working on a couple that were. Oh, good lord. Like, isn't the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon sequel supposed to be in theaters, and that's a Netflix movie? I'm not sure. According to Julie, it's supposed to hit theaters and Netflix simultaneously. Well, then it looks like it's the same kind of thing, but that's one movie, whereas Amazon's planning on doing 12. Right. It seems like Netflix came up with the idea and Amazon's trying to implement it better. Who has more cash, I wonder? Amazon. There's no question about that. Uh, yeah, I'm with think so? Think so? Uh, Amazon is a store. That's true. Netflix is just movies. 
Amazon has such a larger range. The only thing is Netflix at this point has a lot better exclusive content. Uh, I don't know about a lot better. I mean, House of Cards is really good. But... All right. I, don't, I haven't seen any of these, but I hear more about Netflix exclusive content than I do Amazon's. I was going to say Amazon has a lot of HBO stuff that Netflix does not Oh, really? Okay. I know Amazon's working on trying to get um, some new shows. Like, Julie has been looking at uh, some of the Amazon pilots recently. Um, there's, yeah, there's, like, Transparent. Yeah, she she watched something called Man in the High Castle that she thought was really good. Who had the Marco Polo? Was that Amazon or Netflix? That's Netflix. Are we seeing history repeat itself? With what? With, like, the early TV channels when there were only three or four channels and they were in fierce competition? I I don't think so because there's just such a glut of entertainment right now that wasn't for them. Thing is, though, is a lot of those stations and networks have started grouping up. Like, um, was it, isn't CW and Sci-Fi, aren't those both NBC Oh, I'm surprised if you if say the say, major carriers own a whole bunch of channels. That yeah, yeah, you say yeah, grouping so, up. It's more like they've been acquired, right? So the whole thing is really, even though you have you know a hundred channels, honestly, you're only really looking at about maybe five or six different companies. Yeah, because I can tell you, like the Disney Channel, ABC, all that, ESPN, they're all owned by Disney. Yeah, it's just interesting seeing that and. Amazon and um, Netflix are, you know, just trying to break into that. Honestly, I think Hulu has one of the best deals going around. Just like, yeah, you know, we don't really have to come up with too much of our own content. We'll just put everyone else's up here. Best deal for them. Worst deal for the consumer. How so? We still have to watch ads even though we're paying money. I'm not paying money to Hulu. So if you are paying money to Hulu and doing their subscription base, you are... It's a, it's a pretty poor thing for the consumer versus Netflix or Amazon. You get the content without commercials. Oh, I see. So pretty much it, their balance, though, is they offer a lot to people who do not pay them, whereas people who pay them, they offer more content, but they still have to deal with ads. Right. But it's it's double dipping. Yeah. That's what the cable companies do, but it's double dipping. Who owns Hulu, or is that more of a... It's News, Corp. News Corp owns Hulu. Okay. Which is, say, Fox. That's why Hulu has yeah. all the Fox shows. Oh, Hulu's got everything except CBS. So I, I, Fox I, owns it, and so does NBC and Disney. Which is ABC. Sure. I kind of think of Disney as being larger than ABC. Yeah, but I mean, when you're thinking the big networks, you know, that's how I think about it. Okay. NBC, I, ABC, NBC. CBS, and Fox. Because I view CBS is the only one not in on Hulu right now. Which is to say, Comcast, which is NBC, right, Disney, which is ABC, uh-huh. and News Corp, which is Fox. Which makes it funny because if you remember the early Hulu commercial, commercials, it was all about. Um, comedians talking about how hulu will uh take over the world yep game of uh not game of thrones house of cards comes out soon i have not seen any of it because i do not have netflix right now in about a month it's pretty exciting 
yeah, Julie just mentioned we haven't paid for any television content since we moved. Nice. Do you have TV? Uh, we plugged our TV into the wall, and it turns out we get ABC and NBC. Nice. Uh, but I between Hulu and Amazon Prime, we have more than enough to watch. Oh, and HBO Go if we feel like it. So technically, uh, Amazon Prime, since you're paying for that, you're paying for TV content. Yeah, I guess. But that's not the primary reason we have it. Just saying. Yeah, well, but he'd, you'd be paying for Prime even if they didn't offer TV. Yeah, probably. Most of our television has been um, Crunchyroll and Hulu. How's that Chromecast working out for you? It's pretty nice. And I'm kind of surprised how many things have already been relatively optimized for the Chromecast. Uh, Crunchyroll, HBO. The only thing we've any, had any real issue with was Amazon. Yeah, yeah Amazon's yeah. a little grumpy with Android in general. Well, because they want you to buy the, the Fire TV. Yeah. So Where's we worked around it, around? but quality was terrible. Um, Hulu is okay because it mirrors. It doesn't send it to the Chromecasts. So you have it playing on two screens at once. But like HBO Go worked out really nice. We tried that yesterday. Uh, I showed Julie uh, Star Trek First Contact. Ooh, that was a pretty decent movie. That's the only Star Trek other than the reboots she's ever seen. Oh, man. Time to sit down for a uh, like a Saturday afternoon Star Trek Next Generation marathon. You have to also understand the only Star Trek I've seen beyond that is Generations. Time for a Star Trek Next Generation marathon. Yeah, so we need to talk to you because we need to figure out, you know, what do we watch next? Do we watch some of the TV show? I have Wrath of Khan and Voyage Home sitting in the corner somewhere. Time for a Star Trek Next Generation marathon. I think that's your clue. Yeah. You, the, the problem with a lot of Star Trek shows is you actually have to give them more than a couple episodes. The writers tend to take a, a lot of time in finding their stride. And like the actors from the first se- from the first episode and the first season of Next Generation, most of them didn't think it was going to last. Gotcha. Patrick Stewart especially. Oh, at some point maybe we will sit down and start watching those. We'll see. So, speaking of sci-fi, ahaha. It's going down the speed of light. What is the consequence of that? I, I don't even understand what they did. Okay, so light has a constant speed in space-time. Okay. Right? It is, in fact, because because it doesn't move through time at all, it moves at maximum speed through space. Light slows down through certain materials, right? If If you fire light into water, it actually travels slower than if it were being fired through air, which is slower than if it were fired through vacuum. Hence the whole refraction and all that. Yep. Well, scientists were able to slow down photons traveling through a vacuum. Scientists come up with weird ideas. I don't know. It's a cool idea. I just have zero idea what the implications are. Yeah, I like. I don't know what. I don't know what that means. What it means is they want to be able to say, hey, we slow down light here, so if we speed up something else fast enough, we can say, hey, we've gone faster than light. 
Yeah, but that's not well, ish. That's not very helpful. No, it really it's, isn't. It's not a question of are you going faster than light. It's are you going faster than the speed of light in a vacuum. Yeah, and that I don't think we can do yet. I, I, I don't think we can. Period. I'm I'm of the firm belief that you you that that part of physics is correct. See, I, I don't have that kind of firm belief in anything in science because a thousand years ago we thought a lot of things were firm in, in our beliefs. That is true. So I'm open-minded to think that maybe that's not the speed limit of the universe, but it, so far it seems to be. It's one of those things. I think that it's possible to go faster than the speed of light. I do not think humans can achieve it. What do you think? We're, we're, we're a resourceful bunch. What do you think can go faster than the speed of light? I don't know. Some civilization or race that is beyond us. See, I, I am of the belief that there are limits to what we can conceive. But wouldn't other species have similar limits because they would be evolved in similar manners? Yeah, I'm not convinced of that. Well, it's kind of moot until we find another civilization. Yes, Hulk. This whole conversation just got like super metaphysical, super, super quick. And that none said, of us can ever be proven true in our lifetimes. Yeah. That said, I mean, we we just discussed scientists slowing down light. So metaphysics is pretty accurate here. So speaking of uh, metaphysics, Elder Scrolls Online is stitching their subscriptions. How is what? I yeah, think I you need to I, learn I to... about segues. That was a missed segue from a long time ago. Wow. When we were talking about Guild Wars and all that, so we could have we could have brought this up. Or we didn't about talk about Guild Wars on the no. I know, I know. But we we talked about like Windows 10 and games and Steam and Valve, and that would have been a perfect place to bring it up. Nintendo. Yeah, Elder it was Scrolls Scrolls you online. T E S O. It's not going to be free to play in the sense of you have to purchase it, but they're killing the subscription fee. So they're moving to the Guild Wars model. Yep. Now that is a game I'm I'm considering. I really liked Skyrim. Yeah, but I heard there was a lot of things that ESO did very, very wrong. Have they fixed them or is it still very, very wrong? I have not heard anything about them fixing them. So I'm not really sure. Well, the, it's really not all that surprising that they decided to go this route because they're going to be releasing it on the Xbox One with PS4 shortly. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV did that, and Final Fantasy XIV didn't really work very well because of it. It's still going pretty strong, actually. Yeah, but they've stopped the monthly payment things. No, it it still costs per month. FF14 is still subscription based. Yes, it is. It's just they went the route of, hey, our game is terrible. Let's scrap it and start over. That's what I'm thinking about, because I know that they yep, did yep. Re- refresh everything. Yes, yes they, they that's why it's, it and they it's started the Realm scratch, Reborn. And that seemed to work pretty well for them. So, yeah, Elder Scrolls will be uh, non-subscription based. Is that considered free to play? No, no, I would not consider that free to play because you have to pay for it to play it. But once you have it, you don't have to pay for it, as opposed to free, not free-to-play, which means you, you have to keep paying. Free-to-play is more like Android games, where you literally don't have to pay anything. Yeah, free-to-play is you can play a majority of the content without paying a cent. 
there is the and then I call this the pay once model. And which has been the model for most video games for most of time. Right. It's just that in terms of an MMO, it's not common. Okay. The pay once model. Yeah, and that's like Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2. I think there's been one or two others, but there's not been a lot that use that model. Uh, Secret World actually uses that, too. There's not been a lot of MMOs. Let let me be specific, because almost all of the console games use this model. Speaking of uh, Secret World, by the way, Brendan, why do you have a horse head? Just because I was actually the last one in the party to get one. I watched Brendan play Secret World using the Steam streaming piece. You got it working? Yeah, uh, I had to turn it off because it was lagging me a little bit, but um, he got to see me play a little. The The thing is, though, is my party, we have a zebra, someone with a normal horse head. We have a unicorn. Um, we have, I forgot what Matt has. And then I have a flaming nightmare horse head. So a gay nightmare. Sure. The thing I, is, though, I didn't no. actually pay for it, so I I just got it because I had points to use in the store. So speaking of games, there's that Pac-Man real-life game that's going to be on the Super Bowl ad. So this, is, this, this was Budweiser made this? Yeah, yeah this was one of those weird, like, pick up a random person and have some fun with them ads that they've been doing the last couple of years. And the fun that they're having is they put him into a Pac-Man game? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he is Pac-Man, and there are literally ghosts that chase him as real people in costume, I assume. Yeah, it looks like the ghosts were computer-generated. No, they weren't. He was running up and, like, tagging them when he turned them blue. Uh, that's, That's pretty impressive. That is a giant quarter. I mean, honestly, in terms of, like, live action Pac-Man, this was done decently well. The only thing is, you know, he can go faster than Pac-Man. Because he can run. Yes and no. Like, Pac-Man is constant speed in all velocities. He has to slow down to take curves. This is true. That's actually the the key of Pac-Man is that he he doesn't slow down on curves, whereas the ghosts do. This is very well designed. Yeah, I mean... I feel bad for those guys in the ghost costumes. It's one of those things... Budweiser comes up with some weird commercials that were kind of fun. Like, was it last year they had the one where they grabbed the guy to play ping pong against Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why? That might have been the case, yeah. I wonder if the ghosts in this... No, there's no way. No way what? That the the ghosts ran with the proper AI. Oh, there's no no way. No, not at all. Because that would be pretty damn cool if, if the people in the ghost costumes were just given commands of like, go here, now go here, now go here. Hey, Dave, you're doing the foot thing again. Yeah, you, you can really tell. Sorry. Stopped. Yeah, it was actually funny. I was listening to last week or the week before, and I was like, Andy, what is that noise? It shouldn't be making that much. It's on the, the, the like, shockless whatever. No, yeah. You can, you can, yeah, you're bouncing something. Okay, I, I will be better about that. Uh, we probably should hit... Do we have anything else left? I think that's everything. We had a, a GeForce release and a Pro Tools release, but they're pretty minor. We can do them real quick. Yep, Pro Tools uh, is releasing a free version of their software. And, of course, right after I purchase my incredibly expensive high-end graphics card, NVIDIA releases a new mid-range graphics card using the same architecture. So, yeah, 
<laughs> Should have awesome. waited. That's the way it always goes. If, always. Yes, Every time. Is, yeah, definitely. So, random review? Random review. This is going to be my review this time, and I'm going to be reviewing Trivia Crack, which is pretty much what it sounds like. It's an Android app that um, you... It's Trivial Pursuit at its basic core. Um, you do have some money that you can use for power-ups that are kind of pay to win, but it's they're really minor. You do get money for winning games. Um, so you don't have to necessarily pay to get the, the benefit. The basically you, you challenge one other person to a game and you answer questions until you get one wrong, and then it's their turn to answer questions until they get one wrong. Um, once you answer three questions you get a chance to get a character, which is basically the same thing as getting a piece in Trivial Pursuit. And once you collect all six pieces or characters, um, you win. And it has six categories, art, sports, history, um, geography, science, science, and one more. Um, Is that the art one? I already said art. Uh, Culture. There's the cupcake, cupcake one, which is, I oh, think, cupcake, like which is entertainment. Entertainment. So it's a fun little game that you can basically just do a one-on-one trivial pursuit with your friends. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I've got a pretty even record with my wife, to be completely honest. We've, we've I've won about half the games we played. She's won about the other half. I just downloaded it, and I sent by my username. I haven't played this yet. I've already friended you and Dave, because I assumed he did Lord Thanda, which I'm sure he did. Uh, I have not gotten any sort of friend request. I think you have to do it yourself, but I'll start games with you guys after this, and you guys can just friend me that way. Okay. So it's a free-to-play game with some monetary things that you can do to get some extra help, but really you don't need them. Um, And it's more like benefits for one question at a time. I find that the only category that I have trouble with is sports, which shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, we're going to have the same issues. Who makes the questions? It's actually submitted by players, which is interesting. There's a a section where you can submit your own questions. Who reviews the questions? Players, I assume. Um, You have a, at the end of each question, you can vote it that it was interesting or that it was boring. And I assume if it gets enough borings, then it gets never played again. But can you can people can you say it was a terrible wrong? question? Yes, you can say that it, there's an error in the question itself as well. If it's a terrible question, Brendan, you you would choose the boring one. I was more. Can I just mark every sports question boring? You both talk at the exact same time. It's hilarious. Um, you could. I'm not sure that they would use you as a benchmark from them. I'm sure they have some algorithm for that. So it's free and free to play. Although it's pay to win. It's not really pay to win because you, it just limits the choices that you have to choose from or it gets you another question. You still have to kind of know the answer. It's a nice way to asynchronously play Trivial Pursuit. It's a very nice way. Is this another uh, uh, draw something yes, kind of phenomenon? Draw something or words with friends. It's the exact same kind of thing, and it is. From what I can tell via my coworkers, it is pretty popular with the kids these days. The kids? 
Come on, I'm 30. I'm not. Does that make me one of the kids? I'm pretty sure you're almost there somehow. So the the prediction is then this will gain insane popularity. There will be dozens of clones. The company that did this will sell either an IPO or they'll sell to someone else for a shit ton of money, and then it will disappear. I'm not sure it's going to follow all of that path. I think it's just going to get really popular and then disappear. Because words with uh, draw something didn't get super big and get an IPO. Words with friends did. Draw something got bought by whom? Uh, by Zynga. OMG Pop was purchased by Zynga because of of uh, draw something. Cool. I don't know if Zynga has that kind of money to do it again. Yeah. I would say poor Zynga, but no. No, it's it's never poor Zynga. So yeah, um, if you're a big fan of Trivial Pursuit, I highly recommend this. Um, definitely get your friends going if you if they do. I'll All try right. it out. I don't know how much I'm going to play it. I mean, my big Android game for a while now has been Star Realms. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what it what it looks like, how it feels. Sounds good. So that was the random review. The random topic we rolled ahead of time. It's going to be an interesting one. Who or what is your favorite cartoon character? This is the hardest question in the world. I mean, I'm probably going to have to go with something out of an anime just because, you know, it's me. So there are so many, there are so many, there are so many choices. Uh, it had a, an NA next to it. I don't know who submitted this. Oh, because if it was Hans, I, would, I was wondering if anime counts as a cartoon or not. Oh, it, it totally counts should. as a cartoon. Just making sure. Favorite cartoon? I mean, really, cartoon character could also be, like, newspaper cartoons. This is true. It was not specified. I'm still going with the animated one. I think I'm going to do the major from uh, Ghost of the Shell. Okay, I can see that. Uh, if I had to say anyone, I'd probably say Robin from One Piece. Not Luffy? Uh, no. I mean, Robin, I think, is cooler, and the whole thing is she is so deadpan and just... I don't know. I like her story better, and I like the way she interacts better with the characters. Fair enough. Luffy's cool and all. He's, you know, great there, but he would not be in probably even the top three favorite characters out of that show. So, Dave, it's back to you. I I don't know. I, I can't believe you guys came to a conclusion that fast about who your favorite cartoon character is. There are so many good ones. Dave, you have yeah. to understand, I've been like watching and living One Piece for about 10 years now. Animaniacs. Batman. Uh-huh. Any number of, of things from Cartoon Network. Yeah. Hell, Johnny Bravo was an awesome cartoon character. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No. Dude, it was, it was a, whipping it was a boy. fantastic show. It was a fantastic show, but he was so a whipping boy. If you're going to go that route, go with Samurai Jack. Not Samurai Jack. I just went with what, what's my favorite cartoon slash anime series, and then what's my favorite character inside of it. Yeah, that's kind of what I did too. But I can't pick that. I don't have a favorite cartoon or anime series. So, oh god, <laughs> why are you making me do this? Because it's the random topic, and you rolled ahead of time. You could have rolled on time, and then we would have done something else. Dave, Calvin, or Hobbs? Nah, Hobbs, totally. I, um, Babs and Buster Bunny, Montana Max's money, Elmira is a pain. 
Pinky in the Brain. You know what? Any, any of the Pinky Simpsons, the Futurama. You know what? Since it includes animation. Brian from Family Guy. You could include uh, the guy from XKCD. The, uh, the, uh, the black hat guy in XKCD. Or the main character guy. Or the, the girl. Yep. And, I mean, you guys are, are also... There's tons of animes that have really good characters. Oh, yeah. There are. Uh, Spike. Yeah, that from, was going to be my second choice. Cowboy Bebop. That was going to be my Ed second choice. from Cowboy Bebop. That's yeah, okay. He's just weird. He's just weird. If I was um, going to go Cowboy Bebop, I'd probably go Ein. Ein, the dog. <laughs> the dog. And there's Vash the Stampedo. I was thinking Vash as well. There's also uh, the priest from that... The two girls from that, they're all good characters. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, never really liked Mickey. Either, but I'm just continuing the train. Darkwing Duck? Is that going to be a favorite? Darkwing Duck. The Mighty Mouse. looking in like the Disney stuff, like Blue or, you know, Lion King. Yeah, again, Disney was meh for me. I think it depends on the movie. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was awesome. Not a cartoon, though. You could do Goliath from uh, Gargoyles. David Xanatos from Gargoyles. You went for the bad guy? He was the bad guy for part of the time. He he was more anti-hero than, like, bad guy, really. He was definitely the bad guy for at least the first season. He was was a bad guy to begin with. Yeah, but... He became an anti-hero. Okay. Deadpool. Deadpool is, is he? He has been in animated movies. Yeah. Yeah. I I guarantee he's been in at least some of these Spider-Man cartoons. Yep. It's one yeah. of the best episodes. I need to watch Spider-Man cartoon. Dude, there was an episode with Blade in it. Cool. But I mean, I've just seen the movies with Deadpool in it, so I know that he's in it. Oh, yeah, those, those are terrible. Hopefully, the new one will be better. I doubt it. I didn't mean that. Uh, yeah. movies. The test reel for the new Deadpool was actually really cool. Oh yeah, it was yes. really good. But the actual movie will not be that cool. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. I, I'm definitely gonna watch it, but I'm not gonna like am my host too much up. How about Superman, Dave? Uh depends on from which. Oh god, how about the Joker? Mark Hamill's Joker. I see no problem here. I think I might go with Mark Hamill's Joker. Okay. Yeah. There are so many though. Alright. I think that's it then. Okay then. Sounds good to me. So to sum it up, we've got the Major from Ghost in the Shell for me. We've got Robin for Brendan from One Piece. And then for Dave, we've got Mark Hamill, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>